to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 198, The Daleks, episodes one through four. My name is John, and joining me every time we forget our meds back at the TARDIS is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hey, how's it going? It's, it is going. <laughs> it's going. It's That's, going? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, uh, the world is, it, it seemed like it was at a, a dull simmer. Now yeah. we're back up to, um, oh, we left the water on too long. We are definitely on a full boil right now, and I have to say that was a very Susan-esque laugh just then. <laughs> we'll get to it. Oh, I guess I can put... <laughs> yep. There it is. Yep. That might be yep. a mainstay, honestly. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope it is. <laughs> we'll um, see. Yeah, things are... Uh, oh, boy. Wear your damn masks, people. That's all I have to say. Yeah, let's let's do it. Good heavens. Let's wear our masks. It's so weird. It's still like really strange to me that so many people have passed away because of this. And people are like, nah, I'm good. It's very weird. It's very strange. It's very surreal times we live in. Absolutely. It's right now. I don't get it. I don't. (laughs) I don't get it. Uh, uh, uh. Um, So we watched the Daleks this week. Um but before we, you know, we get to who news and all that other good stuff. We're gonna we're gonna talk about what's making us happy this week, uh, Taylor. I can I can go first this week if you want me to. Uh, either way, okay, I'll go first. Um, I woke up. Well, I got a couple of things, honestly. Um, Alias still making me happy. Uh, oh, we just good. we just finished season one. Also, John Locke shows up on that show. <laughs> nice. Which I was like, yeah, and he seems like he's uh, he's kind of in it. So I'm I'm down for that. That's exciting for me. Uh, what else? Um, oh, I watched Groundhog's Day. Um, the, the movie. Bill Murray movie. Yes. Okay. Okay. I don't. I think Lauren. She she's like. I think I've seen this, but I don't think I have. She wasn't sure. So we watched it, and it holds up as one of the best, I guess, films in my opinion of all time. Just comedy, nice. I guess. It's, it's so good. Holds up real well. <laughs> um what else oh i got my lights for my green screen oh cool so my green screen is up and operating i also just bought a oh my goodness what is it called um a capture card which is will allow me to stream from my computer from my playstation oh, it's basically okay. another hookup to where yeah. you can use twitch and you can stream your playstation Gotcha. And you can stream your your Switch and other stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I just got that. Uh, and then I, I also, you know, I'm in the bottom of the screen uh, just staring at, you know, whatever everyone else is staring at. So I tested out last night. Um, I still have some stuff to work out, but I'm pretty excited about that. Very cool. And the last thing is this morning I woke up to a message from friend of the show and just friend in general, uh, M.A. Solko, Mike. Yeah. And he had gotten me a cameo um, from one Nick Gage, who is a professional wrestler. Um, Oh, wow. I will send you some of his stuff. I can't mention anything. Uh, I'll send you what he's been doing on cameo. He sent out a very, um, a very like positive message about trans rights. 
and it was nice. it was very cool. Um, so I'll send you his stuff. But the message was it was basically a little pep talk from from Nick Gage. So Aww. I loved that. That was that was really cool way to start my week off. Um, that is very cool. That's a lot of stuff that is that apparently is. making me happy this week. Um, Taylor, what do you got? Um, it's you know what I tell you what the past week it's been rough. It has been. Um, stressful and frustrating and um yeah not my best week ever but i will say this um one thing that is making me happy i just learned about today there is a website called windowswap.com window-swap.com and basically what you can do from the comfort of your own chair and your own computer is basically watch they are looped. It's not live. Uh-huh. Um, I found out, but um, you can watch the view out somebody's window from another part of the world. So it's window dash swap. Yes. Dot com. Dot com. And you can actually record your own. They, they, they want a 10 minute recording. Oh my God. Of just like, just set up your camera or your phone and just let it record out your window for 10 minutes and then send it to these people and, and they'll add it to the, uh, to the mix because it'll, it'll randomize every time you click on it. Yeah. It's not, I'm, I'm clicking it and I, I tried just before we got on to record and it wasn't loading. I wonder if just the fact that it's now been kind of been advertised out to people, but it's getting a lot more traffic. All right. Open a new window somewhere in the world. I'm clicking it. Yes. That's it. Oh, wow. This is cool. It's wow. And it's just somebody's window. Yeah. That's and, crazy, and, and, it, and it and it was great because there's there's sound. So if it's raining or if there's traffic, and it just was one of those things that today, just in the hullabaloo of work and everything, it's like I popped this up and <laughs> I dropped it in a window, and I'm like, okay, this I like this. This feels good. I'm looking at a video from from um, is this Twickenham in the UK? Yes, Twickenham. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a novel concept. It really is, and I actually believe it did start as a like a, a lockdown or a quarantine project. Germany. Yep. Oh my goodness! Yep. This like is Singapore, uh, India, Australia, Argentina. I think Colombia. This is There's great to stuff. Yeah, it's a couple of San Francisco ones too. I think. Mexico City, Mexico. Yep. Yep. Yeah. This is there's, very there's some, cool. It is Indonesia. It is, yeah. mm-hmm. And who? I mean, these people who are shooting their stuff. It, it's just really good looking rochester there's a cat yep oh yeah yeah i saw that one today this is very cool yeah it is it's neat um and the other thing that i think is making us both happy i will venture out to say is that a very little known show that ran on like whatever yahoo tv's little thing was five years ago yeah, what was it called? Uh, I can't remember. I, I can't remember. I can't remember either. The Yahoo Screen, I think, is what Yahoo it was. Screen was exactly yeah. what it was called. Yes. Yeah. So this uh, little sci-fi show called Other Space, yes, uh, was hilarious and funny and so good. Um, it, it stars amongst other people, Milana Vantrub, uh, who we are both big fans of. Yes. Uh, Paul Feig uh, is the creator of mm-hmm. it, and and apparently it. After Yahoo Screen fell apart, and all of Yahoo fell apart, he's literally was just hosting it on on his Tumblr for the longest time, and I had no idea who was Paul Feig. 
That's great. That's right? so funny. I had no idea. So it is coming to a streaming service that I had never heard of before called Dust. Yeah. Which I guess uh, much like Shudder focuses on horror, Dust focuses on sci-fi. Oh, um, interesting. And, yeah. The, 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 the address for that is watchdust.com, which I guess is better than watchpaintdry.com. Yes. Uh, and uh, August 1st, you will have the opportunity to watch Other Space. Um, and, and if you have no idea what we're talking about, but you recognize the names of the people we're talking about, please check this out. Please, please, please. Yes. It it's so good. It was, I think, just eight episodes of fantastic. Something like that. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Um, um, but it was just, it was, it was brilliant. It, it made me happy then. And to see it pop up and be like, hey, do you remember this? Have you ever heard of this? You're going to be able to see it starting at the beginning of next month. I was like, oh, my God, that's fantastic. Absolutely. I'm trying to see how much dust is just to give somebody a. Oh, good thinking. I don't I don't see anything and I'm not going to go beyond free to sign up. Plus, you can sync videos offline, save videos to watch later and continue. Um, eh, I'll do this later. <laughs> <laughs> but very cool i didn't know there was a sci-fi yeah. um i didn't either never heard of this they got original sh- they got original shows too nice very cool very yes that is for sure making us both very happy uh loved yeah. that show when it came out and i mean they had community season six and other space and i was like this is great yep oh that's right i forgot yahoo screen had that sixth season oh my god Mm -hmm. wow yeah yep totally forgot about that it's crazy (laughs) good stuff yep all right shall we move on to who news let's all right let's do it um so this first bit of news is really weird i will be surprised if anybody else covers it but i did see it pop up in a tweet from sylvester mccoy's account earlier this week that um sylvester mccoy Fraser Hines and when I went and looked also Caitlin Blackwood um, are all going to be in a Scottish Christmas rom-com together now they're oh not God. the main stars yeah they are in it um, but it was just like are you kid this is so random and not only that it's called perfect strangers <laughs> great and and for all I know it will be on the Hallmark channel you know by fall who knows because because nothing's going to theaters anytime soon no absolutely not um so yeah there's that if 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 you are up for watching or if you enjoy christmas rom-coms and you like scotland and (laughs) you want to see some doctor who content there you go there you go um next up bbc audio notice i'm not saying big finish actual Mm -hmm. bbc audio have announced their offering for the Time Lord Victorious mm. uh, multimedia thingy. Yes. Um, so now this is an audio book. This is not an audio adventure, just so you know. It's called The Minds of Magnox. Oh, okay. Yep. An original audio adventure uh, read by Jacob Dudman, written by Darren Jones. Um, I love the artwork for yes uh, yeah is really kind of neat and we got 10 we had an ood and a tux yes uh and it will be released on cd and digital download on the 3rd of december there you and go if wow. you're really really retro it'll be released on vinyl by demon records on the 4th of december i wonder if that's that's not um national record day is it 
I don't think National Record Store Day is that late in the year. It's it's August 29th. There we go. Okay. Assuming that your record stores and, are. And yes, I, I mean, let's just do the plug now. Go support your local record store, please. Totally. Goodness. As best you can. But this audio story is available to pre-order on Amazon and Audible right now uh, and will be able to purchase globally. They make a point saying that because obviously we tend to get stuff a little late. Thanks, UK. <laughs> can you believe that's still a thing? <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's so weird that that in this day and age is uh, still a thing. I, I remember. Okay, this is, this is going to date me. Um but I remember when America had to literally wait two weeks before getting the new Doctor Who episode because it would air in the UK. Yeah. And then like two weeks later, you could watch it on the sci-fi channel. Oh, my goodness. Although, fun fact, I saw this just before uh, the kids went to bed and coming to record. I'm going to go and I'm going to try to bring it up real quick because I don't think it's too far back in my Twitter. And I retweeted it out because it was... Uh, I think 5,598 days ago. Oh, yes. Did you see that? I did see this. That, um, that new, that modern who I should say came back Mm -hmm. and here we go. Yeah. Today's the day. 5,589 days since Rose first aired, which was itself 5,589 days after survival part three aired 15 years, three months, 20 days doctor who has been back on tv for as long as it has been away well great as of today <laughs> as of today as of the date of this recording yes that well that's great i love that yes yes um uh, and lastly tonight we have a charity book uh which is called time scope an unofficial and unauthorized anthology of doctor who stories poetry and art featuring cast and crew memories uh, and this is sold. Uh, you can get it for seven pounds, maybe about ten dollars. I think is that roughly what it uh, equates to. Um, I don't know. It's available as an ebook. Um, the link in the show notes will have a link to purchase it if you want to. Uh, it's sold in aid of a disability equality charity called Scope. Oh, uh, and that equal um, um, it equals eight dollars and seventy seven cents. Oh, my estimation of exchange rates is terrible. <laughs> Look at that. It's cheaper than I said it would be. You're welcome. There you go. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. So this week we watched the Daleks. We didn't n- not we didn't look at a Dalek. We watched the actual you get it. The TV story. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> uh, starring William Hartnell as the Doctor, Carol Ann Ford as Susan, William Russell as Ian, and Jacqueline Hill as Barbara. It also featured Peter Hawkins and David Graham as the voice of the Daleks. It was written by Terry Nation and directed by Christopher Barry and Richard Martin. And it first aired December... Oh, look at that. In the holiday mm-hmm. season, December 21st, 1963 to February 1st, 1964 and is the second story of season one. And we have, scrolling down, we have a decent-sized amount of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Not only that, but I made a point of doing my best to not pick 
story notes that mentions episode five, six, and seven. So I can actually have some story notes hey. for next time. Um, <clears throat> but looking at what we've got in front of us now, the production team's final name for this serial at the time of broadcast was The Mutants. But it's now referred to as the Daleks to avoid confusion with the third Doctor story of exactly the same name. Huh. Yep. Uh, working titles, because we love those, for the overall serial included The Survivors and Beyond the Sun. Mm. The working title of Episode 6, okay, I'm sorry, jumping ahead here, was <laughs> The Caves of Terror. Mm-hmm. And the seventh episode was originally conceived of as The Execution. Mm, spoilers. Yes. Now, the story is also sometimes referred to by the title of its first episode, The Dead Planet. Ah, yes. But I think universally, if you say the Daleks, everybody's going to know what you're talking about. The mutants. The mutants. (laughs) Interesting. Yep, yep. So the original proposal, the survivors, had the Daleks wanting to wipe out the Thals to ensure they could never start another neutronic war, unaware that the Thals were now pacifists. Mm -hmm. In... The seventh episode of this original proposal, the Thals would bring the defeated Daleks back online to discuss peace terms. By the end, the Doctor would reveal that neither side started the war if they had been attacked by an alien race. The descendants of those aliens would then arrive on Skaro as the radiation levels had lowered to make reparations and assist in rebuilding the planet. Right? Peace, love, and happiness. Now. Due to insufficient time and budget, this plot was cut out and the Daleks were redrafted as the more obvious villains with no happy ending <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> I, I would argue that's probably for the best. Yes, absolutely. Uh, looking with the, the not just 2020 hindsight, but wearing a darn pair of binoculars in, in looking back. Yes. I think that was the smart move. Absolutely. Um, and we have associate producer Mervyn Pinfield, who I still, I love his name, mm-hmm. uh, who suggested that the Daleks actually use static electricity oh. in order to uh, operate. Interesting. So we can chalk that up to him. Uh, it was actually Richard Martin, one of the directors of this serial, who suggested that the Thal anti-radiation drug be lethal to the Daleks. Mm. Uh, original proposals were that germs from the TARDIS crew were killing them or the radiation was dropping. That is very interesting. That first proposal, because I believe that is war of the worlds. Basically. Yes. And war of the worlds came out much sooner than. (laughs) Yes. I was just double checking. Yeah. It came out. uh, Yeah. Long. 1897. Yes. Interesting year in ufology, that 1897. Mm, yes. Lots of lots of mystery airships. <laughs> um, now, dig this. This this fact kind of blew my mind. This story was originally scheduled to be designed by none other than Ridley Scott. What? Ridley Scott, <laughs> who later went on to direct such films as Alien and Blade Runner. I'm I'm like how old is Ridley Scott? I'm like, I didn't think Thank Ridley you. Scott was 82. He's 82 years old. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Holy that is an moly. insane fact. Could you, could you imagine? Here is here is this alternate timeline where the Daleks and that whole story was designed by Ridley Scott. Now. I mean, did he ever do anything? We would have known if Ridley Scott did something with Doctor I, Who. I think, I think we would have known. 
I was originally assigned to design, which would have okay. Yeah. Kind of crazy, huh? Yeah, that's it. Wow, that's Man, crazy. I, yeah, there you go. That's the tweet. <laughs> uh, now, this last note is a myth, or, well, a partial myth, I think is more accurate. Raymond Cusick based the shape of the Daleks on pepper pots. <laughs> I know, everybody's like, wah. Yeah, yeah, no, hold on. The shape of the Daleks was actually based on a man sitting on a chair. <laughs> the ins- Well, how else are you going to pilot it, right? True. The inspiration for the movement of the Daleks was a woman moving in a ballroom gown, seemingly gliding as if her feet were not visible. Oh. I know, right? Now, Cusick did, however, use a pepper pot in the BBC cafeteria to demonstrate to a colleague how he envisioned the Daleks moving. That's where your pepper pot comes from. Yes. The inspiration was the Georgian state dancers who whose large wide dresses gave the impression that they were gliding along the floor oh my god that's amazing right? isn't that great that is fantastic i love little bits like that because yes everybody of course makes the pepper pot joke yes this is what the actually, story behind that yeah this is what actually happened all right so uh before we get into it taylor you have a world famous synopsis for us so take it away all right, all right. The Doctor, Susan, Ian, and Barbara, fresh off their very first adventure together, land on a mysteriously deserted world. But the temptation of exploring a nearby deserted city leads the Doctor to sabotage his own ship and put his friends in jeopardy. As a result, they discover one of the most legendary villains in Doctor Who history. That's right, Dalek Mania begins here. Strap in, because the Daleks are a bit more chatty than exterminating in the first four episodes of The Daleks. Oh my goodness, Taylor. Um, all right, overall feelings. I really enjoyed this. Um, I There's a lot of things that we'll get more into. I thought Caroline Ford was great in this. Um, I thought I realized some stuff about Hartnell while watching this. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on the Daleks, but overall I did, I did enjoy this, uh, more than I thought I would. Okay. And also as of right now, this is not the pacing episode that I have been complaining about since the beginning of Podcastica. All right, maybe maybe it's Dalek Master Plan. I think it might be. I I don't know. All right, I do not know, but I I enjoyed this. What did you think? Um, I totally enjoyed it too. It is. It was great. This literally is my first time watching it. I've never watched this story before. Um, for as deeply entrenched in Doctor Who as I am, um, obviously the Daleks have been a figure piece of all of that. So it's great to finally see the story. Yeah, that launched you know the 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 greatest Doctor Who villain of all time. Um, I I felt like there were some pacing issues, <laughs> uh, but but we can we can talk we'll about that. It. Obviously, nothing quite as legendary uh, as as your story. Yes, but we will get there. Um, but yeah, so far I'm loving it. Um, you know the the Doctor kind of sabotaging things for his own um, curiosity and his own ends. Yeah, like that's just like it's just it seems like such an undoctory thing. We'll get into it, but it was it was great to have that kind of a um, um, ambiguous doctor, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, let's let's get into William Hartnell here. First of all, 
his hair is out of control. I don't think I've ever watched a, ep- a episode of of First Doctor or a story from from the First Doctor where his hair was very Capaldi esque. Yes, it was out of freaking control. It it, it was very wild. In fact, um, funny story: the um, uh, uh, Greg Newkirk mm-hmm. of 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 Hell Your Fame, of which we rave about quite a lot. Yes, um, has not really had much of a haircut this entire oh and he lockdown. has he's got and some his, hair he does have some hair and there was a a screen cap from a live stream i think about a week ago and it was i mean it was capaldi's final season level <laughs> wow and and it just i literally i just i just respond i'm like dude this is like this is this is capaldi hair and i found a gif of him from that last season Oh yeah, this is, this is bigger than that hair. Oh, but yes, goodness. Hartnell's hair is also quite crazy. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely out of control. And I mean, the first Doctor, I messaged you during my viewing, and I said, first Doctor's kind of a dick, huh?" Yeah. Uh, I mean, he and what this this whole like, I didn't think I could not have imagined a lot of things because this is you know you you wrap up the first story, you're good. And then it's like, well, and now what? And then you follow mm-hmm. up with the Daleks, which is insane. But yeah. you got a lot of lot of stuff going on, and most of it is brought out in a scene with uh, Barbara and Ian in the first mm. when they're like, um, "Are we ever going home?" Like he kind of just took us, and we want to go home, but we're like that whole scene where they're kind of voicing their frustrations and concerns. Yep is great. I love that scene and mm-hmm. I feel like I we don't get sometimes we don't get that because we only have I mean in modern who for the most part we only have like one companion kind mm-hmm. of and you know a couple of people come come here and there but we don't have the I'm scared I want to go home and then the other person going yeah I am too but let's just go along with it and then both of them being like well hopefully he falls down and hurts himself which was very crazy, but Hartnell yeah. um, doesn't do himself. Well, I'm sorry, the Doctor doesn't do himself any favors by going. Oh yes, oh I want to go explore over there, and they're like, no, we want to go home, and we don't mm-hmm. we don't feel well either. And it's it's interesting to watch them kind of three to one him. Like yeah. he stands his ground, but they also stand their ground, which is cr- which is crazy. I yeah. think. And it's also very cool that even Susan's like, we got to go. Like, mm-hmm. We can't go to this city. And the doctor goes, fine. And then he sabotages his own TARDIS. So they have to go to the city. And that scene is utterly hilarious. Oh, yeah. Where, um, what, what does he say? Ian is so mad. He is so mad that entire time. Because um, I think this is after the... The Willy Wonka machine, where where I don't think I've ever seen that in Doctor Who, where they're like, "We're hungry. Here's a machine that gives us uh, cream cheese packets." <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they look like too. <laughs> yes, the 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 food dispenser, which I I think we saw in um, the space museum. I you know we probably did, but I don't. It was because not as prominent, I don't think. No, like, it wasn't because I think all that was happening was I, I think it was uh, was a Dicky. I think getting a like a glass of water. 
Oh, yes. And yes. then she drops it and then it runs backwards. Yes. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, not obviously as long a scene as this, but, you know, here we are. We're, we're setting it up more. Here it is. Here's what it can do. It's it's a replicator, but Star Trek isn't on the air yet. So it's <laughs> basically what it is. Here's yeah. your food brick. But the the Mercury scene is absolutely hilarious just because Ian catches on pretty quickly. Yeah. And the doctor's like, mm-hmm, yes. And he's like smiling like a complete a-hole. <laughs> yes. Because we know. And then like later on, he he admits what he did. And everyone's like, we're dying. Like, what is yeah. your problem? We literally have radiation poisoning. Yes. We all have radiation poisoning. And because you wanted to. And we're going to die, not by the radiation poisoning. But by these evil Daleks, you're the worst doctor. <laughs> That's basically what happens. And he's like, oh, whatever. I don't care. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that that scene, like, with, with Barbara and Ian is is great. I just really love it. <laughs> Do you ever think he deserves to have something happen to him? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? It's crazy. <laughs> but, I mean... I mean, we have a lot of good performances in this, but I mm-hmm. think we should should shine a light on Carol Ann Ford, who was acting the hell out of her scenes. Um, she really was throughout these yeah. first four episodes, mainly in I believe I took notice in which part was when um, she she's in the jungle or the forest or whatever it is, and and. Um, that one guy puts his hand on her and she runs back to the TARDIS. Oh, this I think was toward the end of episode two where she's going back to the TARDIS to get the like radiation meds. Yes. Yes. And and the part where right at the end of episode two slash beginning of episode three, there's like crash of thunder and lightning from outside the TARDIS and somehow you can see it through the roundels. Yes. No, but not that one. It was before that when she goes back and she's obviously spooked about something. Okay. And she's super upset. Oh, so this is before we find out the doctor has sabotaged the TARDIS. Ah, uh, okay. Um, And there's that scene between Barbara and her where she's like, she's like susan what are you doing she's like i'm drawing it's like that drawing scene oh yes 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 i know which part you're talking about yes that's i think that's back in episode one yeah that whole scene was amazing i thought Mm -hmm. caroline ford was just killing it and i mean killing it throughout this like the more i think about this story like the daleks is a susan story for sure i mean we have everybody else but she's like you know she's got to go get the the drugs she's got to face all these fears she's got to hold yeah. the group together yeah she's the one who who first uh makes contact with the thals yes um yeah and yeah i just thought she did a fantastic job throughout these first four episodes i really oh, really definitely like um the, like like the whole like play fighting oh that whole scene was in, great in, i think that was episode three that might yes before, but... it was episode three Oh my God! Where where they're they're like we need to knock out this camera, so let's have an argument. And like Susan, like full on, jumps up on Ian. Yes, I lost my like mind. Fighting his shoulders so she could knock the camera. Yes. Oh my God, I, that was fantastic. I do also love that the Daleks are like mm, that can't be right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they see directly through it. I love I love that. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, also Ian, Ian doing great stuff in this. Like, I mean, sacrificing himself basically twice in these first two episodes when he's in the Dalek, um, when he's inside of it, operating it and they leave, he goes, go, just go. I'll figure it out, I guess. And then in the end of part four, when he goes back, he tells them to go to the TARDIS and he goes back to the city to get the because the Daleks took the Mercury thing away from him. Yeah. Ian's great. I have, I earned a lot more respect for Ian during this. And he stands his ground against the doctor a lot. Oh, definitely. Like, he's just like, you're you're a jerk. <laughs> what are you doing? Can we we let's just go. We're all sick. Let's leave, please. Love Ian. And Barbara also voice of reason <laughs> throughout. You know, and, and interestingly enough, it, this I don't know if this became more of a pattern than the two stories I'm thinking of between this one and the Space Museum. But again, Space Museum was an episode with a lot of corridors. Yes. And Barbara getting separated from the group. Yeah. she it, She's the it, catalyst like for the stories. Basically, yeah, because they would have in this story uh, bailed on the city mm-hmm. and gone back to the TARDIS a lot sooner had they, had they not gotten separated. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, didn't happen. No. Well, I mean, somehow you've got to, you know, fill uh, seven episodes. <laughs> yes. So I of, guess. Of story. Yeah, I guess that'll bring us to the pacing. And yes. oddly enough, I messaged you again during my viewing and said, I don't have any pacing issues. This is weird. And I went, really? Are we watching the same story? Now, I will say, I think I was on episode two, maybe halfway through three. There was okay. like some issues in, in those, like that elevator scene. Mm, yes. It's like, what's the, I wrote the quote down because I was like, that basically sums up the whole, the whole scene. Where, oh, it's too slow. It'll never reach him in time. <laughs> I'm like, exactly. no ki- no kidding. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that that elevator scene was easily twice as long as it needed. Oh, absolutely. That one was, to be. yes. Um, I, I feel like, um, like if, if you look through my notes, anytime where I go, oh, lots of exploring this world, Lots of time spent doing this. <laughs> Lots of time spent suffering from radiation sickness and Susan running through the forest. Oh, Susan running through the forest was some great stuff. <laughs> Where it's super close up on her and she's just running. Oh, man. And it just never ended. Just ne- never ended. No, it didn't. It was. I mean, this, this, this again, this, I'm trying to figure out if this was like the story that like, sets up the whole like doctor who's all about corridors <laughs> i mean corridors it could go on forever there's so many corridors oh and then the scene the with barbara yeah. is a quarry um, yes it's very true and then the scene with barbara with with all the corridors like closing and opening and closing yes. again and yeah yes. i mean i get it but i never was like ugh. and i don't know why i don't know if i've softened uh when i'm watching classic who now but i i could def there were some I mean, speaking of, and we we haven't even touched on, you know, the Daleks. Mm -hmm. But, like, speaking of pacing, how bold is it to have a scene just with talking Daleks and no one to play off of them? It's just two guys going like, hey, do you think those guys 
did that on purpose. I think I, they definitely did it on purpose. And it's like, I, holy I crap. Know. Would you like some more coffee? I just made a fresh pot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, you know, I, I think that that in itself is just very bold for let's have no actors on screen, but let's yeah. have these two monotone evil things talking to one another yep. and let's watch their entire conversation. I Yes, I completely agree. And I, I, I think it may be, I, I would be very curious to see at what point in the history of Dalek stories going forward, do they go from having, you know, full-blown conversations to just they're getting away, go get them, I obey, yeah. exterminate, you know, destroy. Yeah, I mean, they're having full-blown just conversations here. Oh yeah, they're they're monologuing at each other yeah. at this level. And and they eventually get to I'm shouting a word at you. I'm shouting a word back. Stay back. Stay back. Yeah. Yes. Um here's a multisyllable word. <laughs> yeah, but I mean th- those scenes also, they drug on a little bit. But you know, I, yes. I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt because it's the first Dalek story. They're still trying to f- figure it out. But oh, yeah, and, that's and, and, and I think on some level, I think on some level, our whole approach to pacing is greatly influenced by the TV we're used to watching. Oh, absolutely. The TV we're used to watching is is much quicker, much tighter. Information comes at you faster. Things happen faster. TV in the 60s just wasn't that way. No, and I mean, they're telling this story over seven seven weeks. Yes. So they got the time. Yeah, clearly. They for sure have the time, but I mean, this is the first Dalek story. Um, it's it's weird because I can't. I was trying to think back of the first time I saw a Dalek, like a Dalek episode, mm-hmm. which would have been Dalek, and I don't know what my reaction was to it. So I mean, I can't imagine like seeing this live for the very right. first time back right. in. Because, I mean, I have some other stuff I want to... This was way ahead of its time, and I we're, we're going to talk about music here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, these things are scary. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, they... Monotone machines... Well, machines, kind of. Um, and they're... Oh, and, I mean, when they're shooting people, the, the screen's changing and all right. this. It's it's pretty crazy. And it's also, I love that... Yes, I... I love that the Daleks, for the most part, were set to stun. Yeah, that, uh, that was a setting they eventually, you know, eliminated, apparently. Why do we have this? <laughs> Good point. And then they just turn it off. <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty scary. And I like it. They, they definitely are. And I, and, I, and I love it for that. Because, yeah, I really, the beginning of episode two when they when they finally get their full reveal i'm like god what must this have been like yeah to see like this isn't this isn't a person just like in a suit in a costume it's not it's not a sensorite or something yeah you know it's not a giant butterfly dude it's it's it is very obviously and intentionally not human looking not bipedal not you know something that walks yeah right these are you know in in the eyes of the audience these are robots these are clearly something so other than human yeah and that, it's scary <laughs> yeah oh no it completely is um and 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 i 
just I can see that almost instantaneous appeal of them. I can see why Dalek Mania happened. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we get the. I mean, I think it's an episode. The end of episode one is the plunger. Yes, which is just that is we get Dalek vision for the first time. I mean, there's no effects mm-hmm. on it, but it is Dalek vision, and it is pretty awesome. Yeah. It Barbara does a fantastic job. Yes, she does. She does. And that that's such a great cliffhanger because you are about to introduce this villain and you don't want to give the whole thing away right then. It's like, well, what do we do? Oh, we just have this like basically like a hand reaching out. Yeah, it's basic. And that's all you see. This is that's Doctor Who's um, psycho scene. Yeah, that's oh, Doctor oh, Who's yeah. psycho shower yes. scene. Yes. Oh, my God. It's, it's great. A great way of putting it. I love it. It's good stuff. It totally is. And and the 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 look of their base, even the look of their corridors, the the way that the doors rotate in there, the whole yes. set design, I love love it. Doors upon doors. They have Pretty the much. little uh the little privacy doors that go down. <laughs> I'm like that's well, weird. Well, yeah, yeah. Dalek's got to do its thing, you know. I guess, yeah. I guess so. Um so uh, before we get we get on out of here, I got a couple of things I want to mention. I yep. thought whomever did the, and if you scroll down, you can see a picture of it. Whomever mm-hmm. did the set design of the city. Oh, yeah. Which I believe was, it, that was for sure a model. Uh, props Definitely to model. them. That yeah. looked amazing. And the, I mean, unfortunately, in these first four parts, I think they only use it the one time. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, they, they, they will look at it, but they won't turn the camera to face it yeah so i mean props Uh, to that person also like the fog that surrounds it it just looks Mm -hmm. great like it's a great looking model um but one thing that just really i had to stop the episode and go to spotify or actually i went to google to find this track um at around the 7 10 minute mark in in part three there is this doom and gloom music that i was like this was made in 63 this sounds way ahead of its time was this the doom and gloom music when the thals were about to be ambushed getting vegetables no this was the doom and gloom when the daleks are talking and they're like we'll give them food and stuff and they'll think that we're cool guys i don't know what they're saying (laughs) right something like that and i I went insane i stopped i listened to it again i was like this is so good and then i found out it's on spotify no kidding it is on spotify it's called inside the city um and it's by um and i'm gonna this is one of the names i should have uh run by you before i wrote it down i believe it's tristram carey tristram Tristram Kari, or yeah, it's just K or C A R. I I would say Kari. That's the way I would pronounce it, but it, I could be wrong. But okay, on Spotify, that's awesome. Yes, it's called Inside the City. It is. It's only like a thirty-five second long track, but it is so cool. And uh, I like. I went out of my way. Like I was like, I gotta go find this. Um, I need someone to sample that in a song. Um, it's amazing. It sounds really cool. So hats off, uh, for sure. Loved it. <laughs> that that just blows me away that it's on Spotify. That's 
Well, I had to do some searching. It was released well, yeah. on it was released on a CD, which is not on Spotify. But I searched um, Tristram. 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 I searched his 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 name. I assume. I don't. I guess I shouldn't make assumptions. Um, and it came up, and I just started going through. I just started going through tracks. And I actually went to Wikipedia and went to the to the Daleks. Um, I think they had all the songs in there, and I I found it, and I was very excited. That's that's amazing. It's very like I'm like, what am I listening to right now? This sounds like so ahead of its time. It's crazy. I loved it. So go check it out, people. Yeah, because it looks like I'm looking at Spotify on my phone right now. 2017, there was a release of Doctor Who. The Daleks original television soundtrack. Yes. So yeah, there's the forest atmosphere, petrified forest, city music one and two, thing in jungle, thing in jungle, uh, TARDIS computer, Dalek city corridor, radiation sickness. <clears throat> yeah. What's inside a Dalek? Rising tension. Oh, I bet you this is a very tense song. <laughs> Probably. Wow. wow. Oh, cool. I'm. I am. I am going to have to check this out. Yeah, for sure. You know what we we haven't spoken about yet? What's that? The laugh. Oh. We haven't yes. spoken about the laugh. So we yeah. played it at the beginning. We're going to play it again. Um I believe Barbara and Ian are they're kind of like I think they've just seen a Dalek. Yes. And they're so kind of like episode 2. Losing their minds and I think believe Barbara says, "Do you think anyone is inside them?" And Susan does this. <laughs> It is such a insane reaction to two people who are losing their minds. Yeah. Um Taylor, what do you make of this? <laughs> I it, it it when I was watching this episode on Friday cuz I'll do two episodes on Friday, I'll do two episodes on Monday. Trying to watch during the weekend with kids, it's just not happening. Yeah, not happening. Not easily. Um it was one of those things where, like, there's the tension. You see the Daleks for the first time. You, as an audience member, are kind of soaking this all in at the same time that, that like, Ian and Barbara are soaking it in. And they're coping with it. And it, and everything feels really serious. And and then Susan just kind of explodes with that laugh a little bit. Where it's, it's like you almost kind of have to laugh to keep from, like, having a genuine freak out. You know, and I mean, she had been going through a lot up until that point. Yeah, yeah, and and again, Caroline Ford just knocking it out of park. Yes, in the story, just just acting to the nines. So you know, here's this laugh, this 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 just almost cackle of like, what is even going on right now? Mm -hmm. uh, and it just it stuck out to me. It literally kind of jarred me out of the scene a little bit, and I went, "Wow, this laugh is so crazy." Um, I think we need to put it on the soundboard. Yeah, I mean, you you told me about you sent me a email this morning with the clip, and then yeah. I watched it and I went, "Oh, that's ridiculous! <laughs> what a what a crazy reaction!" But I mean, yeah. I guess I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah. So I mean, this is just the first four episodes. Uh, we end with, I believe, Ian. He's basically like, "Well, I'm going back in to get that Mercury." Um, because the Daleks yeah, took the thing, the fluid link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, before we go any further, let's let's take a couple minutes to talk about the Thals. Yes, we haven't really talked about them yet, and and they're very 
unusual costumes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, like a, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to call it. Like his, he's like, here, wear my, my coat. Yes. And she's like, I guess I'll wear it. Doesn't really go with anything I'm wearing, but look, Susan had literally had a purse with her earlier in the story. So, Oh, and the doctor had a hat with him. Did he ever wear the hat? I don't think he did actually. Oh, that was so weird. He just had a hat. Well, and, and now somewhere the Daleks probably have a hat. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> oh, a Dalek wearing a hat. But yeah, the Thals. Angle. I mean, the Thals are kind of, you know, they're the. Do- I love that the Daleks are like the, the Thals. They are mutants, and it's like, uh, no, right? Yeah, but but again, I love how this this kind of this kind of starts feeding the 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 idea that that the Daleks are this master race, even though they are horrible looking inside yes and 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 they are this idea of perfection and here are these perfectly normal to us Mm -hmm. you know to humans yes looking souls and they are mutated yes um so there's all of that there's that whole thing you know that that that's getting set up there that obviously we we see the daleks you know referred to more and more in the future um so I, i love that i love that we get that kind of setup and that Terry Nation lays out this expectation. Oh God, the Thals are mutants. So what are they going to look like? If these are Daleks, what do these guys look like? And, and <laughs> they oh, just look they, like us. They, they look like us with fancy pants and snakeskin coats. Yes. <laughs> and no shirt. For sure. Fancy and, pants. And whatever that weird, like, like the one like lady Thal we saw, she had this like kind of crazy looking, I don't know if it's a bustier or what. Oh yeah. I don't know what was going on there, but that was like, it's like she was wearing a giant letter Y on her chest or something. Yeah. It was, it was very weird, but half the time I don't get women's fashion anyway. So I believe her name is, oh boy. D Y O N I. Dionon. 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 There you go. Sure. There you go. I mean, the th- the falls seem they seem pretty cool. I mean, yeah. you know, they're kind of like hanging out. When I love that they're just like, why didn't you take those pills that I left at your door? I just knocked on your door and walked away. Why didn't you open them and eat the things inside them? Like they didn't because know we weren't home. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know. We, um, didn't, we didn't put the out of order sign up. No, no. But I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, I feel like some thals are not going to make it. Yeah, well, some thals have already not made it. Very true. A- along with with I want to I want to now go through that album on Spotify. And, okay, I need to find the music from this scene where you know you've got some Daleks very uh, sinisterly hovering over vegetables. Yes, because <laughs> the music from that scene was great. Yes, yeah. I mean, loved loved the music. Yeah. All right, we got anything else before we before we move uh, on here? Do, 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 do. I don't all right. think so. Here we go. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. All right, so we're do it's the new Duggan scale kind of. Yeah. It's over these last four episodes. Was there any smashing that would that would get onto the dug and scale here i mean we the four of us piled onto a dalek yeah and disabled it and i guess murdered it uh, uh and removed yeah, its yeah. innards <laughs> into a and, coat and, by the way in, in, into into a snakeskin jacket yes 
Uh, not only that, we we well, we do get the play fighting, which we do get the play fighting, which and, is surprising, and we get the the skeleton of the Dalek exploding. Yes, just what I was going to say. Thank and you. then the door being taken down too, but I can't remember if it exploded or just fell over. I think it just fell over the one that they like plasma cut through. Yes, the slowest yeah, plasma I'm cut of all sure. time. Well, you know. <laughs> When you need time, you got to, you know, Um, I love that he's like, I got out of there and they only had two inches left to, to cut. And I'm like, well, I mean, instead of seeing how you could have just escaped earlier and not really checked how far they were (laughs) anyway. Um, I mean, there's some, there's some good Doug and scale stuff on here. I think uh, for these first four parts, I would go with, I'm going to go with a three and a half. Okay. Not going to go was, too high. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I tend, I do tend to be more generous. I was leaning a little bit more like four and a half because I'm looking at the fact that this is, this is our first exposure. To oh yeah. And Dr. Who. So, so there is kind of this, this emotional weight that that comes with these things. It's like, oh my god, they can do that. They can do that. Yes. Oh, you oh know what god. else I forgot? There's a giant clawed thing inside it. I forgot the flower smashing. That's also <laughs> oh god, which was <laughs> great. There were some good humorous bits throughout the this. There I were. mean, when she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna bring this back to the," and then it gets smashed. Well, uh, very funny. We, you know, here is this irradiated wasteland, and and nature is trying to come back. Nature is starting to grow back. Oh, I'm going to pick this flower. No, you pick a flower, it dies. Yeah, and, and it's then the it gets only smashed. Flower you found in this in this wasteland. Why would you pick it? I don't know. I don't know. It's not socially responsible, Susan. <laughs> All right, we're mo- moving on. We get we're. All right. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the close <laughs> All right, Taylor, we got um, flowers being smashed. We have people getting um, hit with stun rays and then later on <laughs> death rays. Yeah. And I mean, we just have the Daleks in general. What are we thinking here? You know, I, I feel like the story so far is nicely tense. Mm-hmm. at times there is actually some good tension in there i still think it suffers from some pacing mm-hmm. um i don't really think of the story thus far as being scary right um but i'm not sure how well the average kid could handle drawn out scenes of exploring and being stuck in elevators yeah i hear that and stuff like that it, it's let alone black and white i mean the I remember when I was a teacher and I put on a film that was older and black and white and the kids would lose their minds. They're like, Oh, it's black and white. It's not even color. I'm like, seriously, this is what we're getting upset over. The fact that you don't have more than, you know, shades of gray to look at. Yeah. Um, but I get it. You know, your average kid is used to a very technicolor world. So Absolutely. yeah, I don't know how they'd handle black and white so much. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Okay, guys. So in two weeks, yep, we will be talking about episodes five through seven of the Daleks, starring all the people we have talked about. Same writer, same directors. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, two weeks. So no episode next week. And yep, then... At, then taking you, a slight vacation. Yeah, taking a little break. We gots to. We gots to. And then the, you'll listen to us in 199. And then who knows what we're doing for episode 200. I have a bonkers idea, but I'll run that past you um, off air. Well, and, and if nothing else, we now have a little bit more time to prepare for it. Yes, which is, which is great. <laughs> because... <laughs> Why not? Okay. Okay. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. And you can also head on over to soundcloud.com slash the NOTLG. And that has, that's the, first place it hits so if you if you want to listen to it right away <laughs> right there uh notlg.spreadshirt.com patreon.com slash notlg if you want to donate to us monetarily go for it but mission statement remains the same uh yeah. support your friends who are artists please do it just retweet or buy stuff from them if you can either one of those helps all right, so two weeks, guys. Not next week, the week after, episode 199. We're going to be talking about the Daleks, episodes five through seven, and we'll see you guys then. See ya. Was this the doom and gloom music when the Thals were about to be ambushed getting vegetables? <laughs>